your all vibe. You can tell me whether you think that was better or worse than RuPaul. But this is Sissy That Pod, the RuPaul Drag Race UK reaction podcast. My name is Keen, and normally at this time of the week we have our Kiki, which is a little mini episode we have to bridge the gap between the Thursdays, the day that the live episode comes out. But it's going to take a little longer to get the Kiki this week, just for scheduling, blah blah blah, etc. Um, so we've given you this extra episode where I speak with Brighton Queen Lydia Lascabes. She was one of the queens at one point anyway in the Gals Aloud tour that Cheryl Hull was part of. She's big in the Brighton scene, which we all know no matter where in the world you are, is a big, one of the big hubs of sort of queer activity in the UK. So she has a chat with me. We chat about the Brighton scene, how none of the Brighton queens ends up on the show, and was she surprised, who she thinks is going to win, and I actually think she she's onto something there, and much more. So here we go, this is Lydia. Thank you, Lydia, for picking up the phone to me today. Where do I find you? I'm just popping down to the British Heart Foundation to get myself a lovely shelf for all of my bastard wigs. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are you running out of storage? So, literally, like I've gone from like a one-bed flat to like, an entire house, and so like trying to make. <laughs> everything work but like sporadically just sort of littered throughout the house but my new housemates are very sweet okay and how many closet space does does drag take over um, see well in the last place uh, it was sort of a shared drag room area and like we made it work like oh god okay. it was cramped don't get me wrong but like we made it work like thank yeah. god for ikea but yeah um i need to throw a load of stuff away so i'll probably have a little instagram sale of loads of old trashy slaggy drag that i just don't wear anymore i'm just keeping hold of for some kind of cement sentimental value Ooh. it's halloween a big time of the year for lydia i have been the busiest bitch <laughs> like it's very much like that lady gaga quote it's like another club okay. another club no sleep playing <laughs> always working never the same okay well, that's good this was busy is always a, a good complaint to have i imagine oh no totally i'm just fucking knackered <laughs> <laughs> so drag race uk how is the series going down in the sort of Brighton scene I was quite surprised like who was going to be the favourite yeah because obviously when you do the meet the queens like, I do my own viewing party at Bar Revenge in Brighton mm-hmm. um, yeah and I don't know like a sort of regular taste like we always have Alaska we always have um, Alyssa we always have Alaska uh, well, we said Alaska um, Willem has come down a few times yeah. Like, so it's hard to gauge, like, where tastes sort of lie. Ben as well, Jinx is loved here. So I was just like, okay. But people really, really took to scare um, Okay, interesting. Which I didn't know how she'd be perceived. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I think people love an underdog. And you know what? I didn't know if I was going to like her, but I really, really enjoyed um, what she did. She was the sort of standout favourite at the start, so was she? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think um, the novelty of her being 19 and stuff as well, and obviously mm. the um, ambiguous sexuality sub-narrative <laughs> that <laughs> they thrust upon her. It's going down well overall, but were you surprised that there was no Brighton Queens on the lineup? Um, No, I don't know. I think um, this is no like shade or... beef or shade yeah. like, against any of the cast at all. But I think particularly it being on the BBC, it had to be quite a palatable cast. Okay. And like, like everyone in Brighton's quite like, well, I don't know, 
what they bloody do with me if I went on. Because I'm quite adult. I don't know if I'm really BBC certified right. at the moment. <laughs> I was actually watching Pointless the other day and um, Kate Lawler, who won Big Brother back in the day, was on it. And she said that for Halloween, she dressed up as a pig and her husband dressed up as David Cameron. And that got left into a show like Pointless. So I am wondering, is the BBC getting more sort of sexually liberal? Yeah, I would like to think so. But um, ultimately, like, well, I'm just trying to think. Like, yeah, well, but yeah, basically the crux of the whole thing. Like, I'm not mad that um, a Brighton Queen wasn't on. I think there's a really nice cross-section of, like... Mm. Um, people but obviously the diversity um issue yeah totally on board with yeah and i'm i don't know i have faith that i think they will open the doors up like they kind of have to now that dragula has you know let um landing on and even like some afab queens and stuff yeah exactly um so it seems a natural progression but i just don't know <laughs> how Rue will read it I don't mm. know like had you worked at any of those queens before um what the UK cast yeah 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 I think the only ones I haven't worked with are Blue um Vinegar well I know Vinegar but I haven't like worked with her mm. um I'm trying to think obviously I haven't worked with Scaredy um <laughs> no one has worked with scaredy gothy definitely had a jaeger bomb with in club night in london somewhere okay uh, <laughs> but yeah and do you think they're all being portrayed you know fairly do you think um yeah it's very very interesting to see how um everyone's translating from like the way that they're known personally to a tv setting and yeah. it's very very clear miss cheryl who's been tv trained <laughs> okay <laughs> you had cheryl hole up with you recently is she as lovable and wacky as stuff as she is on in tv a hundred percent honestly it's been an absolute dream being a part of gals Loud. Um, and like we spent a magical year together and like all of us like when everyone sort of knew what was going on like we were all so supportive and it was actually quite emotional saying goodbye and we we're like oh yeah. off she goes um but yeah no honestly she's so goofy and so cute and so fun um and yeah it was it was so lovely seeing her in the most recent episode because she doesn't choreograph with like counts of eight she does okay. like walk, 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 kick, do this. I'm on a matapia. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's like being in the studio again. Um, yeah, no, she's wonderful. And the fact that she's very, very self-aware, the fact that she opened up the most recent episode, just like, can't wait to do mediocre again this week. Like, she's very self-aware. I, I know, yeah. And even like Vivian Kennedy is coming for her a bit, like in a very fun way, but like, oh, oh, he went from safe or, you know, from bottom to safe. She seems to not care. I didn't really know the ins and outs of like what really happened. I know they really get on now, but I think, you know, obviously as a viewer, we don't really anticipate how claustrophobic the whole experience is. So, you know, if you're already feeling like your back's up a bit, like, of course, you're going to point and blame someone, particularly if they're just <laughs> gassing about girl groups and themselves now and again. Like, you know, I think Cheryl was an easy target in that moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like, oh, thank you so much, Vivian, for giving us the line, who put 50p in Cheryl? We were absolutely screaming. So I funny. Know, it's so good. One of our last gals allowed dates to Liverpool, like Vip popped in. And honestly, seeing 
seeing the way that they were looking at each other, like the knowing look, and then like, like had a little moment together. I was like, oh, you guys. And in the Gardaland, were you all emulating one of the original members? Yeah, I was Sarah Harding. Oh, um, okay. Well, the most recent Sarah Harding. There's been quite a, a few. few of them. And uh, I was asked um, Christmas last year, just got a, a phone call from Ophelia Love saying, Lids, um, we have a proposition for you. And uh, I've been watching it from afar. Like, I'm so jealous. I would love to be involved in that. And that's so great. And literally, it was like a weird Christmas miracle. I was like, are you kidding? Yes, I'll come and be Sarah. Like, Let's do this. Um, and yeah, like we all really, really get on. It's just, oh, it was just so much fun. Who do you think is going to take away the crown of season one? Oh, see, um, my theory uh, always with, like, say, the top three, um, there's one that doesn't need to win, there's one that's not going to win, and there's one very clear winner. Um, that's interesting now. I'm trying to f- fix that, that theory to pass series of the US one now. I'm trying to work out who's who. Yeah, like, say, like, Kim... Uh, I don't know why I'm talking about that season. Was that season eight? That's the one I thought of first as well. That's mad. Like, Bob was clearly yeah. going to win. And then, oh, who was the other one in top three? <laughs> Naomi, Naomi yeah, that was yeah. it. Like, she, yeah, yeah, she wasn't going too sad. Like, she was amazing. Um, and then Kim didn't need to because, like, it kind of spoke for itself, like, what she was doing. She's had so many amazing opportunities after. Yeah. Um, what about season six? Uh, season six, yeah, Bianca, like, it was very clear the way they sewed that narrative and then courtney didn't need to um and then who does that adore yeah wasn't wasn't going to see i would have thought adore didn't need to but you know courtney wasn't going to i wasn't sure well yeah i guess i guess you can argue that with both sides um but yeah like i said they've um all done well anyway i feel like um davina might win it I think you're onto something there, though, with with Davina. Like, I would have said straight out the gate that the Vivian has it, but I think just, and I love reading into the edit, and sometimes it can be my demise, but I kind of feel they're showing Davina's sort of soft side, and Davina's getting a lot more of these, like, vulnerable moments to win over the audience. Yeah, no, totally. I think she's a really well-rounded, wholesome individual with, like, so many great stories to tell. And, like, the fact that um, there's been so many... Um, political references that have been brought up over the series is so important and like, particularly her story you know particularly when she was talking about section 28 yeah yeah um like awful and it is just something that you kind of forget that like, particularly the yeah. um younger lgbtq generation like you know it's so easy now like you know even if <laughs> a whisper of the word faggot in the secondary school they could be shut down do you know what i mean which is just not the case for a lot of people 100 percent. so if you used to be in you know, your sarah harding how did you find last week's episode when the girls were were girl groups oh it was honestly so yeah like i knew she was gonna i was disappointed that she didn't win she did do very well but that wasn't her fault like um mm. i do i do um agree with the critique like they didn't look necessarily like a group they were three individuals but yeah. um, the frock destroyers like it was all cohesive they looked like a group um have you been listening to the track <laughs> yeah of course i can't believe it's number three on the itunes chart it's so hilarious i know i'm i really hope scott mills counts that down now in the official chart next can Friday. you imagine like i just well i know that all the gay venues <laughs> that celebrate RuPaul in Brighton are probably going to be paying it on loop for the next three months. You, you mentioned earlier on that you don't know how Ru would receive you. Will you be auditioning anyway next for season two? I mean, 
<laughs> I guess so. Like, I feel obliged to, as to so many other people. We shall see. Um, but what I loved about last season, there was all these Reddit rumours that just like, oh, no, Lydia's not going to be on because she's doing season three of Dracula. It's just like, mm. like yeah, okay. I can be. I can be ooky spooky, and I do love doing um, like my gory spooky stuff, but I've can't, yeah, I've got the other side, the most popular girl in school bitch vibe as well. So okay. <laughs> I don't really have an in between. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That, that's interesting that you said that you felt obliged to do it. Why so? Um, it's a tricky one. Because like, obviously it's like quite a nerve-wracking sort of decision, do you know what I mean? And like, mm, Yeah, of course. And it's a lot of money you need to put that stuff together and everything. Well, that's the thing. Like Some of them have taken out, you know, 10K loans. But some of them, well, I think Sasha Valor went on with um, 1,500s worth of stuff. And that was pretty thrifty in okay. regards to like, you know, the entire competition. But obviously like you'd have to be um, just in case you didn't make it that far. Yeah, no, I know um, Victoria's Secret, one of the, our Dublin queens, she was, I've heard her say that, you know, to do it and to get all the costumes up you need, she thinks you'd need about 30 grand. Yeah, oh, whoa, whoa, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> well, I okay. don't, oh, bloody hell, that would be, you know, tits and teeth at the bank, <laughs> wouldn't it? So I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm worried I'm putting financial stress on you, so I'm going to leave you alone. So do you have a favourite episode so far? Oh my God, don't do this to me. Um, oh, well, Snatch Game, obviously a massive standout. I did like the most recent one as well, because like, the sort of mid-season is when you really get to like spend time with everyone as a viewer. Because that was at the start, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's a free-for-all exactly. yeah. and everyone's elbowing to get their moment. And then as people drop out, um, that's when people start to really you know shine through as a, a reality tv character <laughs> i know yeah and it is good they just get better as it goes along i think because you kind of warm to them and oh then no it, totally it, when you're down to like now see there's only five left is the only thing it kind of feels so empty now that you're like okay i'm kind of ready to see who's the winner is so we'll see yeah like it's just it's only three episodes left what the hell I know, right? It's crazy. I, I'm guessing it's got, it's, you know, a, just a much, much quicker film than it is, you know, to watch. Obviously, it doesn't take eight weeks to film, but, like, it must be done in a matter of days. Well, I think the whole thing, I think that, I think each episode is, like, two days. Okay, so we're saying three weeks? Yeah, like two and a half weeks tops, I'd say. They can sometimes film until, like, 2 a.m., but then have to be up at 6 the next day to do morning confessionals. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Um, thank you for, for talking to me today. Hey, not at all. Um, yeah, it was lovely speaking to you. Yeah, and likewise, I hope to see... Hope, maybe we'll see you season two, season three. Maybe you never know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> oh, we Have a good one. Yes, like I said, only a quick episode this week, but we'll be back with the full Kiki, full tea, full shade, full review, all of that on Wednesday so it's still time send us some power rankings if you want to on Instagram at sissy that pod and yeah let us know any feedback let us know do you think that Lydia's right that Davina's gonna win all of that stuff I'll talk to you Wednesday bye